0: And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good. Good. and welcome to the show from a different
1: place in the house every day can you show them the very special guest that we have sitting right he here he has to
0: come here because we cannot touch the camera setup because it's janky af and things might fall over and it's not a good idea but can you see him okay i think they can see him. Him ears Yep. Yeah. okay come on come, come on oh. show. Come poncho.
1: You wanna be poncho today? You wanna share with mama? Share with mama. Do you have a special message to tell them? Sure. I'll see here. What is your message for today? What is your message? Do you have a message? I don't know. I'm wondering why uh, it's so wet outside right now. Boogie, you make it rain, that's why.
0: Boogie's making it rain. You he guys, it's, it's pouring. Rain. It's pouring here. It's wild.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. In California, every day look the same. Here,
0: there's change. It's green because... Because it, it rains hur- a it lot. It hurricanes. When it rains, it pours.
1: Yeah, I just stopped. But before we get this party started, let's just go over a few housekeeping things. Um,
0: Michelle asked if I caught the lizard. No, but today I almost smacked a pigeon because d- on, the, on the I driving? learned it's called a broad walk as well. What is a broad The The Hollywood Beach Boardwalk is called a broad walk. I didn't know uh, yesterday. And the birds there, you notice they're just like totally yeah. careless yeah. or carefree, however you want to say it. They just don't give a shit. They're not scared of humans. They don't run away. They just walk. Like one literally flew and I about smacked it because I was trying to run and it was, I was like, ooh.
1: I know. I totally had to maneuver <laughs> around them too.
0: They do not give a shit. It's amazing. <sighs> Be like the pigeons in Hollywood.
1: All right. So a few housekeeping things. First thing, yes. Okay. Careful
0: of your foot. Remember this situation. We've
1: got T. We've got
0: some news. We,
1: we've we got T minus how many days till ENS Live?
0: Well, 23 minus eight. 23, five. Oh, whoops. Uh, um, plus my 30.
1: There's like 20. No, I think like 26 days, days yeah. till, till ENS Live. And you guys, we are officially booked out. For those of you guys who are coming, we're so excited to get to meet you in person. And if you didn't get a chance to
0: 24 days to, to
1: register for the one this time, then there's always a next time. So we'll hope to see you on the next one, but it's never going to be the first one. So if you're all aboard for the first ENS Live, then oh just congratulations, um, it's going to be very, very exciting. Okay, but today is Tuesday, Q&A day, so...
0: And we have to make today maybe a, a little bit shorter of an episode because the moving truck is coming earlier than expected and we'll be here in a moment's time. Yeah. So, uh, right now I'm, sh- I'm shitting, I'm shitting on a random, random ottoman. Yeah. Wow, that was, yeah, a terrible said. Yeah.
1: Um, so, let's start with Beth Lewis from... from- Waxhaw,
0: North Carolina. Waxhaw,
1: North Carolina. I'm starting to buy my gear for UTC. And I'm looking at rigs, bars, and plates. Uh, This is so exciting. Is there that much of a difference between purchasing a rogue gear and cap barbell gear? The cap branded stuff is more affordable, but if it's garbage, I don't want to invest in it. But if it's decent, I don't want to spend 30% more on the rogue name. Thanks lady. Golden question. That's a really good question. Golden question. Everybody
0: wants the Good shit. But not everybody's willing to pay for it. But Beth
1: is. So this this is a great question. Do you know anything about Cap... I've never heard about cap and you know, the fact that we've done a lot of research and have actually, um, experienced for ourselves a lot of fitness equipment equipment and haven't heard about cap yet. Makes me a little bit wary. Cap. Okay. While
0: you're looking that up, the very first thought that I have, this just my like initial instinctual response is if it's 30% less, it probably is lower quality. And personally, I would, would probably go with Rogue. There's a couple of brands that provide things that Ro- Rogue is like the one stop shop for fitness equipment. Yep. And yes you Highest will pay quality. a little bit more but you will also get the best customer service and it will get to you quickly. So I mean, that's one of the other reasons I think that their stuff is more expensive. For one, you know it's going to be good quality. There's no question. They have a reputation excellent quality equipment so it's not going to break down after a little while. The squat rack that we have that you guys have seen from Boogie Gym 1.0. and it's about to be in 3.0 has literally traveled with us. This will be our third location where we've taken it down and put it back up. Like their their stuff is so quality that you really cannot go wrong. Their service is top notch. If you have an issue, they will get back to you. Uh, This stuff will get to you um, quickly. I mean, when I think everybody was ordering equipment for when everyone was locked down, that was a little bit different of a situation. But their, you know, their customer service is amazing and it's worth paying for.
1: Also, I'm looking at their plates. So for one, you guys, something, something that's really important with regards to any barbell that you buy. So the best barbells that you'll ever want to invest in are rogue has top notch, anything fitness and Alico makes the best barbell. It is a Swedish brand. All of the like, um, Olympic lifting pros use Alico because the spin of the bar, um, when it comes to like the technical lift, the spin of the bar, no bar spins as fast as a And that obviously helps to improve performance. However, and that, that's E L I K O right. E L E I K O. Oh, yes. E L E I K O. But I'm looking at the cap website. Let me just tell you a couple of things with regards to, I'm looking at their plates because I'm like, okay, like if I can save you a buck, let me see how I can do that. Just by looking at, you know, the, the way that they offer their plates, I can tell that they can probably like, it, dep- it depends on how you treat your equipment. Yeah. So here's the thing. Cap, I would say the the cap equipment is geared more towards people who are very brand new to fitness just by looking at their plates, like their plates, like they don't have the rubber plates that are two and a half and five and seven and a half and 10 pounds. And
0: they like, don't have the metal ring on the inside. So that tells me that the plastic's going to break at some point, especially like if that, that barbell is going over your head at all and you're dropping it if you're doing the underground training club that might be a potential and um, it, they're just won't they won't last you'll yeah. end up buying more and you'll probably get rogue the next time anyways
1: yeah and then you'll just end up paying more. rogue has high temp plates
0: that are really good now there's certain things that you definitely want to get that are great quality and then there's other things where it's like you know if you're not gonna use like a sled you know like do you need to get the most expensive like best quality quality sled pole sled or or like a plyo box yeah like is it gonna like it might not like be the brand name or like list but it's not something that's likely to break or really have a lot of wear and tear then you know maybe go with the lesser but like if we're talking about barbells if we're talking about dumbbells if we're talking about kettlebells if we're talking about what else is like good to have quality a jump rope um you know like you know some jump ropes you'll pay 30 bucks for 50 bucks for plates plates
1: let me tell you some about plates plates are super important if you if you are not getting a high quality plate that shit is gonna wear and tear and it's actually gonna be ripped like apart away like away from the metal you know what i'm talking about right yeah the high temp one yeah yeah high temp right so when it when it i would say when it comes to investing on the bigger stuff like the rig like the barbell like the plates you know um make sure that you're getting the best stuff because here's the thing when you invest in a quality product by the End of the day, you end up paying less. Always, always, always.
0: The best products are the most affordable because you usually don't need to replace.
1: Yeah. With Rogue, you're never going to have to make that investment ever again. It's like, it's like the inner circle, right? It is the most affordable. It might not seem like
0: it's, it's not the cheapest. I'm not going to say it's the cheapest, but it's the best deal. It's the best price. Why? Because you're going to get the result that you want without having to return the thing and get, or, or without having to re Repurchase something else later because that didn't work or that broke or that was ineffective or whatever. So normally the best quality things have a higher price tag initially, but end up being the most affordable because you don't have to go and buy something else after. So yeah, there's
1: that. Beth Lewis, if you have any more specific questions with regards to particular equipment for the UTC, please feel free to email us so we can, you know, really give you our honest feedback. We understand that look, if you guys are making an investment we will we will tell you guys what is the best thing so because by the end of the day you end up saving more and there's nothing more frustrating than spending a bunch to having to spend another bunch and then toss out shit that's what normally happens with mediocre fitness equipment it lasts for a year or two and then you have to like rebuy your entire gym and then
0: and then sometimes you waste time because you're without the equipment for however long until you get new stuff
1: and you got to go back online and you got to reorder stuff and yeah. Yeah, see, Charlotte said she has cap dumbbells. will not recommend that. Yeah, I think that that brand serves more of like the culture of like globo gym aerobics equipment, not so much like, you know, just high quality functional functional fitness or performance fitness equipment. Great question. Melanie O'Connor from Delaware. How do you prevent and or deal with what I can only describe? Oh, wait, we did that last week.
0: As uh uh-uh, uh as scary.
1: Success- scary. We did that last week. I remember we were driving to Arizona that morning. I remember this conversation. Okay. You were driving. Okay. Did we read this mm, one? No. This is a good one. Okay.
0: This one might be the last Melanie, one. Melanie, I, I wonder I wonder if one.
1: you asked that question two times.
0: So Melanie asked that question on the chat because we oh, hadn't gotten to it.
1: Oh like that. that's right. Okay. Because
0: we were doing a whatever. I was Wednesday. like totally
1: living in, in deja vu land i
0: think we were doing no I don't know what we were no whatever tuesday we,
1: <laughs> i i asked they they posted the their question comment okay so daniela from northern ireland okay,
0: and i'm gonna say this is the last question because i know we can talk about this one for a while and my phone is the one they're going to be calling on and my phone is also the one that we are with you guys are on okay so we're going to do our best to answer this one
1: all right I struggle with a sugar addiction. I've had it for a long time, and I think it's the main reason of me being overweight. How can I control it and not let it control more? That's good.
0: Addiction is real, and you can can be addicted to so many different variety of things. Uh, Be addicted to addicted to a bad relationship. We talked about it last night. Yeah, you -hmm. can be addicted to food. Be addicted to drugs and alcohol. Be addicted to pornography. Addicted to fitness. You can like I would say both Suri and I have very addicted. Personalities, uh-huh. and when you really love something and you want to go for it, you're just like, I'm all in, ah! and then like, you can you Yeah, you can. It can be a good thing. Like you can, you it can be an asset or it can be a liability for you. And so the question is, how do I turn my addict addictive nature? Because no matter what. Like, so sugar in itself has physically addictive properties, like physically the chemicals that are released and the things that happen in your brain make it physically addictive. And you guys have probably heard like more addicting than cocaine. And what happens is like, you just, you get this good, happy feeling of it's the dopamine and then you want more and then you want more and then you want more. But the problem is not sugar. The problem is processed sugar, added processed sugar that for one has like the chemical response, but then for two also changes your palate because now, you know, like the, the sugar that's actually addicting is more highly processed. And what happens is it doesn't, it doesn't have the same sweetness as a real food. So now your, your palate, your taste buds are looking for this other kind of sweetness and you need to keep going back to it to get it. So to overcome that, there needs to be a mindset shift, and I think that there needs to be a perspective change on the way that you see food and probably some strategies around like how would I begin to overcome this?
1: Uh-huh. So an addiction to sugar involves two huge components that you have to tackle indiv- individualistically, but at the same time. So the behavioral dependence and the physiological dependence. Now, because sugar, has a, because sugar is physiologically addicting in general, especially the type of sugar it is like the more, the more highly processed the sugar is the more the addictive property of it will be. Okay. However, sugar is an addictive property in and of itself. Okay. So from a physiological standpoint, what can you do? In order to handle that, well, for, let's, com- let's compare it to alcohol, right? Like if somebody has an addiction to alcohol, do you think that it would be the smarter thing for them to, you know, have a bottle of wine or just bottles of beer or whatever alcohol in their house? Probably not because you are a byproduct of your environment right? And if, and if you have easy and direct access to something, you're a lot more likely to consume it. Okay. Now the reason why sugar addiction is really rough is because sugar is what's considered to be an acceptable drug. You don't have to be 21 to start eating sugar. Most kids are already addicted to sugar and they don't even know it. So the first, the first thing that I recommend that you do, if you are really like, you know, addicted to sugar is don't bring it into your house and whatever you currently have in your house, just toss it out because all it takes is we'll get to the behavioral component in just a little bit. All that it takes is just a small trigger for you to default back to sugar. However you like to either use it or abuse it. May I say
0: some kind of emotion, even a visual stimulus of it. Like you see it and you Now I want it. I wasn't even thinking about it, but now I want it. Um, there are so many different things that can trigger that.
1: But you know, the, I see Heather Z, um, this is powerful for you as well. But you know, the, the tougher element of sugar addiction is that, you know, unlike alcohol where, you know, like in certain States, like unless you go to a liquor store, like you won't even see it at a regular store. Sugar is literally all around us. And, you know, the The sad thing about it is that it's hidden. It's it's hidden in most of the things that you're eating. And that is why it's really like, you know, we always teach to strive to eat nutrient dense foods, which are basically whole foods. Whole foods are foods that came straight from the ground, a tree, you know, um, the land, or, you know, let's say the sea. Okay. Because what you see is what you get with regards to that. Yes, we will have to factor in like soil fertility, Realization and that sort of thing. But a sweet potato is a sweet potato. It, you know, it's not sweet potato enhanced with sugar. However, if we're talking about bread, even like whole grain sweet bread, sweet potato like, chips, right? Chances are is that if it comes in a bag, a box or a jar, there is sugar in it more likely than not. And here's why you guys, the food industry from a from a marketing and consumer sales standpoint is brilliant, you guys. It is brilliant because it makes you dependent um, and a loyal consumer long-term because they add, you know, there is these um, scientists. Can I,
0: before you go into this, like Daniela, And everybody who can resonate with this question and is like, yes, please answer this question. I need the answer to this question. All you need to do is watch one movie. Oh, yeah. One movie. And it's called That Sugar Film. That Sugar Film. Uh You can find it on YouTube. And it is a guy. Where is he from? Australia? Yeah. And he literally, the reason he did this was because he's about to have a baby. And all of the like foods like he wanted to know about the, the quality of the foods for because he tries to live a healthy lifestyle he you know is active and he you know they're mindful of what they eat him and his wife and all this he goes to america and has to eat a certain number of grams of sugar every day the average number of grams of sugar that the Ameri- like that. The number of grams the average American eats in sugar a day, but it cannot be in obvious things. It cannot be in candy, it cannot be in soda. He's got to eat it in things like yogurt and sauces, juices, um, dressings, condiments, condiments, um, you know, applesauce. Like he's got to eat it in things that are not obviously like candy. And what happens to his body in this amount of time is insane. And it's very, it's very educational. It's called that that sugar film that sugar film that sugar film Yeah, and you will start to understand and even if the only thing that it does is open your mind to really what's going on you will be just i think that will kind of take you out of that semi by default. And, um, now I'll go into what you were going to say, because this is part of what they talk about in the film.
1: Yeah. So there is scientists that all these big companies like post cereal, you know, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Kellogg's, whatever. Yeah. They, so th- they hire these scientists who find what's called bliss points, which is, you know, they add just enough sugar to make something taste better, but not, not to a point where you can actually like feel that there is added sugar. Um, but basically because sugar is addictive, you will want to have more of it. For example, for all of you guys, cereal lovers, cereal lovers, once you start eating cereal or even granola, like, (laughs) Some of you guys, like Mel Williamson, like we needed to have like a two months conversation for you to finally get to a point where you're like, you know what? I'm going to break up with granola. I'm like, I'm like, bitch, when would you stop eating that? So here's the thing. These scientists, their entire job, their
0: only job is to find the specific number of grams of sugar in each serving of each Food that sugar is added to to make you addicted. That is their job. So, that's what they get paid for is like, okay, how much sugar is not enough? How much is too much? Here's the sweet spot, the bliss point. It's to the gram. It's probably a milligram to the milligram yeah. of like how it will make you addicted. And they test it. They te- they have people test Campbell's soup and these or tomato soup or whatever. They have people test it. And like, no, that's too sweet. Uh, no, that's not sweet enough. So they can literally find where is that point where people will be addicted. So they come to buy more.
1: Yeah. And what they do is they, from that, they create like their goal is you know, to, to manipulate as many factors as they can, so they can make as many health claims as possible so that they can reach a a larger market share and, you know, basically have as many lifelong consumers as possible. So imagine if somebody, you know starts eating honey bunches of oats let's say at the age of eight and you know they live to be 80 mm-hmm. What i don't know what is the average box of cereal i, I haven't bought it in like years. i could smash
0: honey bunches of oats yeah me too The a whole box.
1: Yeah. A box is a serving size. So, so let's say if the average box is like, is like four bucks. Okay. And let's say even if you buy 50 boxes a year, okay. That's 200 bucks per year times it by like 70 years. We're talking like $14,000 you guys. That's a lot. It's just like, it's small drips that you don't even realize. Small drips, from your pocket, small drips into your system. It's, it's a cycle. And this is why, you know, like education is so important. And this is why we do what we do because you don't know what you don't know. And most people are living, breathing sugar addicts. And the sad thing is, is that if you are trying to lose weight, then chances are is that you're actually having good intentions, but because you don't know any better, your actions are messed up. So you end up consuming a shit ton of sugar from things that make health claims. So, you know, that's the physiological part. What you'd want to do is you'd want to audit your environment. Okay. Out of sight, out of mind. Okay. And instead, because you will have those triggers get, you know, cleaner stuff like fruit, that sort of thing. guys, nobody ever gained weight from eating a pound of apples a day. Even if you were to eat a pound of apples a day, which I don't think you'd want to, nobody will ever gain weight from that because it's too nutrient dense. It's water content is way too high, even watermelon. All right. And then there's the behavioral element because sugar is comforting. What happens is that every time you're being triggered, you're either, stressed out you're either feeling emotional you're either feeling lonely you know what you want to do you want to open your cabinet and eat those dark chocolate covered pretzels Mm. or you want to have a bowl of cereal with ice cream
0: hey guys also yogurt covered almonds are not healthy yeah (laughs) just because it's yogurt and almonds
1: and white chocolate is not a thing (laughs) because real chocolate has cocoa and cocoa is definitely not white you know so from a behavioral standpoint is you're going to have to shift your behavior and now that is a process. Okay, so the good thing that you you guys all have an advantage because you have this thing called a committee. So you can start leaning in and start shifting your neurological patterns when you feel triggered. You know, you can either start journaling, you can lean into your accountability, you can lean into the community, you can, you know, like draw something, you can, you know, like write a poem. It's up to you, whatever method works best for you. We're all very different with how we operate and what works best for us. I remember for me when um, I used to struggle with a sugar addiction, for me, my um, my anchor was taking a shower, brushing my teeth and
0: There's one more thing that I would suggest that you do is make a ceremony. This is a mental thing. Make a ceremony. When you get rid of the shit that's in your house, get rid of it in a way that makes you feel empowered like you no longer have control over me. Yes. I had one of our clients, one time go to trader joe's get the chocolate bars that she always gets and then walk out of the store and literally break them up and throw them straight into the garbage can you don't own me you don't own me i'm the boss right and like put your foot down
1: I hope that you found lots of value from today's conversation hey whether it is anything to do with sugar addiction, if you found value from today's conversation and there is a person in your life who will find value as well, then we'd appreciate it if you would you know, help sharing the love, spreading the word about this mission and, and all of the information that everybody needs to know in order to gain control over their body and their lives. We hope that you guys have a beautiful day and we love you. We're so grateful for you hopping in, doing great things for yourself and also sharing the love. Beautiful day. Take care. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Sarit. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsarit.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff.
0: And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and
1: Sarit.